Hello and welcome to the Nebraska Prep Zone Report. We are sponsored today by MD West One, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care, covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. I'm your host, Jake Anderson, and joining me to preview some state finals, Stu Pospisil. How are you doing today, Stu? I told you I wasn't going to be a one-off guest. <laughs> we are glad to have you back. Before we get into the list of all seven finals, um, I want to get your thoughts on no finals at Memorial Stadium this year and games at the higher seat. Dave, in the stadium, uh, it just it did not make sense. It did not um, – with the already existing uh, tenants – uh, limitations put on by the Lincoln Lancaster County Health Department of a thousand each side with the threat, you know, going into the weekend of even further restrictions. It, um, it just was behooved the um, NSAA to go to home sites. I think it was wise to move the games up into um, this weekend, this Friday. Um, sadly, all the games can't be on live TV. I think NET deserves uh, big kudos for being able to get two games on, starting with the C2 game in, in Fremont between Bergen and Ord, and then coming back at uh, seven with, with the Class A game that attracts the most interest, Elkhorn South and West Side. And the rest they're going to, to uh, stream live and uh, replay later, probably on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. That's kind of been their their MO in the past when they've done tape delays of uh, NSAA events. And I think it's the best thing uh, possible. I think the NSAA has navigated this fall season very well. We've gotten everything done. I mean, who would have bet that back on uh, July 1 when things started to open up? As for the home fields, you know, they're following the protocols that they have during the season. Um, you know, people whining about, well, Westside gets the game or Elkhorn gets the game. Why not neutral sites or why not follow the, what's said on the bracket? East is the home team or West. You know, that, that East-West designation really only lives on in what sideline in Memorial Stadium uh, you were going to use. And obviously Scott Frost likes the West sideline this year. I, you know, maybe it's good luck. Um, but um, as far as, you know, I, I think we should be going to higher seats for everything. And maybe this helps kick in for B, C, and D football that all playoff games go to the higher seed, which Class A has done and done quite well. Are you, are you surprised that, A, given that Buell Stadium is highly used for obviously three teams there and is a great venue, nothing against Westside. Are you kind of surprised that they didn't try and do a, at a, a Buell stadium? No, not at all. I, again, you're talking about having, you know, two teams in the same town and it's not like it's going to be filled to capacity. You're going to have probably 350, maybe 400 people on, on either side. It's not like it's going to be, 5,000 West Side and, and 1,000 Elkhorn South. It's going to be equal numbers. And, you know, right now, turf fields are turf fields. They're all marked the same way. It's not like why not where one end of the football field is four feet higher than the other. There, there's no intrinsic home field advantage 
other than maybe having a locker room at hand and the visiting team, you know, maybe has to step off the bus or, you know, Westside's going to accommodate them the best they can, give them protocols. And, and I just, I, I, I think the NSAA did things the best they could. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think it makes the most sense, especially with the quick turnaround um, logistically put it at the host site and it's no different than the semifinal round. You're going to have to travel. Right. Well, and you know, what, what's the distance from 204th and Pacific to 87th and Pacific, you know, 12 miles, you know, Aurora and, and, and Elkhorn. I mean, Aurora is going to be coming to Lincoln anyway. So, you know, I, I, I think those that complain, you know, need to worry about other things in their lives than that. Well, let's, let's get to the on-field action for Elkhorn Southwest side. What are you looking for in that matchup? Well, I'm looking at uh, Elkhorn South really had played everybody else during the season except Bellevue West, which was an early out, surprisingly, and Westside. Um, Elkhorn South has the chance to take down a second undefeated team in the playoffs. Uh, they took out um, – Lincoln Southeast in the quarterfinals, and then last week got past uh, surprising Kearney 10 to three. I think that game suggests that Elkhorn South is going to have to play very well on defense and keep it low scoring against a West Side team that um, put up 35 last week in a, a very fun game to cover. Uh, and he had to feel greatly for uh, TJ Urban and, and Millard South because they left everything on the field, their coach, was dealing with family uh, health issues and what Andy Means wasn't able to be there. And they almost gave the coach a really morale boost. It was a 35-33 game. That suggests that Westside has some um, potential things to shore up on defense this week uh, because they um, they gave up 200 yards to um, a running quarterback. Another uh, key issue in this game is will Elkhorn South of Dylan Krause available who – went out in the first quarter of the 10-3 to win over Kearney last week. If he's not there, they're really going to have to try and make it a 17-10 to ball game uh, to win this one. And there are some very interesting storylines on this. You have Husker commits facing off. You have another Big Ten commit, Avante Dickerson, who's going to Minnesota. I think this is, without Bellevue West, I think this is the best possible state final matchup for Class A that we could have gotten. Well, consider all the legacies from uh, Husker football of the of the late '90s. You know the national championship years. I mean, you you look at Westside. First of all, you've got uh, Colby Brown, uh, Chris Brown's son, um, uh, Damon Benning's son as the freshman. You got Rob Zadica's son in the line. You know Elkhorn South is even more. You've got Eric Crouch's son. You got uh, Matt Hoskinson. You've got uh, Kyle M6, uh, uh, Maverick Noonan. I mean, Danny Noonan's kid is a sophomore. He's going to be a very good player and already is for the storm. So you got you got great storylines. You got very good players. You've got, you've got uh, you know D1 commits everywhere. Teddy Prochaska. You you've got Cole Payton. You've got Brat, Colby Bratz. You've got uh, uh, Avante Dickerson. You, you've got an awful. Short of Bellevue West being on that field uh, with either team, uh, you've, you've got the most talent uh, college bound that's possible this year. Definitely. And then in Class B, as we mentioned, Aurora traveling to Elkhorn. What should we keep an eye out for on that one? 
Well, Aurora's a hot team. Uh, the Huskies lost their first two games. Since then, uh, they've won um, uh, nine of ten. And, um, you know, they're um, behind uh, Mac Owens and Ethan Shaw. They're, um, they're going more running this year than uh, two years ago when they were in C1 and they had Baylor Shireman. Uh, the most prolific passer of all time in uh, a single season in state history with 59 touchdown passes. So Kyle Peterson at uh, Aurora has adapted his offense well, as he always does. And he's going against somebody who could be winning a state title in his fourth decade, over a, a title every year over four decades with uh, Mark Workman and uh, the Elkhorn uh, Antlers. I have him preseason number one. They are um, – um, in the state finals, uh, good offensive skill set. Um, Aiden Young, who has been banged up, uh, he's another one to watch how long he can go in the final. Uh, you've got uh, Grant Gutschow, uh, three-year starting quarterback. You've got uh, the two big receivers, Gannon Gregor and uh, Drew Christo. You know, it, it. these are two power programs of Class B in the past – 20 years for Aurora and the past 40 for, for Elkhorn. And, you know, I, I think it's a, a great matchup. I wish I could be there as well. Yeah. You'll, we'll have uh, Mike Patterson at yes, Aurora sir. Elkhorn and you'll be at Westside and Elkhorn South. Yep. And then we'll have all of them covered across the board with uh, live updates and, you know, coverage on any prep zone, Twitter. Um, hey, Mike will be at C2, by the way. Uh, that being the afternoon game on NET, and uh, that's an interesting uh, matchup. You've, you've got Koa uh, McIntyre uh, from Bergen, uh, track star, very prolific run-pass quarterback against the, the physicalness of Aurora, who have a um, – it's not often you get a uh, Husker kicker uh, from a smaller school, but here's Kellen Meyer, who's booted a 58-yarder uh, during the season for Ord. You know, his leg might decide this game as well. And then your C1 matchup is at um, Pierce at 530, and that's Adam Central, which has finally gotten to a state final against uh, Pierce that uh, was there last year, uh, was injury-riddled at that point, worn out, Wahoo beat them bad. Um, you know, I, I, I like Pierce in this, in this game to, uh, to go all the way this time. Yeah. Um, and then our two eight-man ones are Dundee County Stratton, which is at Burwell, and Sandhills Bedford at BDS, Bruning Davenport Shickley. And then our six-man one, which is at UNK still this year, uh, Sterling and McCool Junction. You know, they're all good matchups. They, they look pretty even on paper. Uh, Dundee County, uh, Serbano Diaz and Quade Myers against uh, the um, – uh, Birch and uh, and Bush show out there. Uh, lots of thousand yarders in that game. Sandhills Thedford gets to the finals. Uh, they go to BDS, which has a uh, good pedigree over the past seven years in in uh, state championship competition. BDS would be looking for another title there. And in sixth man, uh, McCool Junction's been riding at number one all year. Uh, Sterling. Um, Good season for them, undefeated matchup. Uh, both of those started in six-man at the same time three years ago. So, 
um, they've, they've reached the uh, ultimate game at the same time. Yeah, and we'll look forward to your preview coverage, your annual picks column, the competition with Mike Patterson. Who I've lost it already. It's, it's over. <laughs> but I still um, got a chance for five. And that, that given this COVID year, <laughs> yeah, any, and any positives you can get, I'll take. So. <laughs> well, we'll keep an eye out for the preview coverage on anyprepzone.com. Live coverage throughout the night and the post-game reactions, anyprepzone.com. You can follow Stu on Twitter at StuOWH. Until next time, thanks for listening and enjoy the state titles. As the official team doctors for high school and college teams across greater Omaha, MD West One Sports Med doctors can get you back into the game stronger than ever. Meet the Sports Med team at mdwestone.com or call 402-390-4111.